Time to zone out. Nothing important. Materials. Everybody, welcome back to another brand new episode of the Nothing Important Podcast. I'm looking right now at some things that I'm very excited about, ladies and gentlemen. Right in front of me right now is, what is it, like, bunny ears? I guess my girl's buying my daughter's Easter shit early. But I'm very excited. <clears throat> March is the month where most of the people in my family were born. Um, I sadly forgot my grandma's birthday, but I hit her back up and she was not happy. And um, it's my brother's birthday in March, my sister's birthday, and my, da- my daughter, my daughter. So it was just, um, we had originally made plans because this is what you guys want to hear. You want to tune into me and my hot takes about where you should take your children on their birthday, on their second birthday. Well, you tune into the right fucking podcast because that's what I'm going to talk about. We originally made plans to like rent out. It's like this party rental service in a museum. And it's like dinosaur themed. Uh, but... I got my daughter a dinosaur toy. Why well, I, I didn't actually get her a dinosaur toy. We went to Alabama to my girl's friend's two-year-old birthday party. Yeah, he's two. And um, I bought him that toy and left it in the house before we went driving down to Alabama. So then it became my daughter's toy. Recycle is very nice. And she was terrified of the dinosaur, um, which is understandable. They are not nice looking. And so... I was like, that's not going to work for her fucking birthday. And life is busy. And you, you, your brain just gets racked with things on a day-to-day basis. I don't know what the fuck it is when you get older. Time just speeds the fuck up. You can't focus the same either. And so I, I you know, hadn't been really planning what to do. Not a big deal, though. Like a two-year-old's birthday, you don't really have to go fucking crazy hard. They're not gonna, it's not a core memory, right? You, what you have... You, <laughs> Before your kid is like five, all you have to make sure is like you don't traumatize them, you know, irreconcilably. Like that's all you got to worry about. You don't, you got to worry about like fucking wowing them. They're not going to remember any of that shit. Yeah, I hate people that say that they remember when they were like two years old. That annoys the fuck out of me. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I love all those memes or like uh, Instagram reels. Where it's just like a guy. I saw him with Keanu Reeves. And he was in a crowd of people. And then he started doing the weird Keanu Reeves face. Like he was confused. And uh, looking around. And the caption was. When you're five years old playing in the park. And all of a sudden you become conscious. And that's just such a great concept. To think about. <laughs> like when did you fucking upload into consciousness? When do you wake up? You know? I actually do. I just said I hate people who have. Um, who claim they have memories previous to five years old, but I actually, I'm going to be one of those people. I'm going to contradict myself and possibly hate myself. Is self-loathing allowed? Um, I do have a memory of when I was three years old. When I was three years old, and I don't even know how I know I was three. I remember being fucking tiny. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was in my tiny version of this same body, which is a wild fucking concept. You know, it would be a wilder concept if you just like switch bodies midlife, you know, but it, it, is, it is also, I think, equally a wild concept that you have the same body and it goes through so many fucking changes. Like you just a midget and then you just grow 
and you go back into being a midget, you shrink as you get older. And um, I remember this memory very vividly. I was in the apartment I grew up in and I was walking in the hallway to the bathroom and I saw my mother and she was putting on makeup, putting on makeup in the mirror. And I remember she was humongous. She was taller than me. I was, I was, I was three years old, ladies and gentlemen. I was small. And I was looking up to her and I was like, mom, what are you doing? What are you doing? She was like, I'm putting on makeup. I was like, what is that? She was like, women put it on their face um, to make them feel beautiful. And I was like, why? And I just remember that. I don't know if, I mean, there was no fucking bad story, maybe. But it's just what, that's my first memory. That's my first memory, looking at my mother, putting on makeup, and just like overanalyzing it. As I fucking do. I don't know if you guys noticed that. I just take things and I, I, I throw a very deep microscope on them. You know? Um, that was my first memory. And what does that mean? What does that do to my brain? What does that mean about my personality? You know? Now I can only look at a woman as beautiful as she has makeup on? Am I a fucking massager? No. Um. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) Today was a fucking day Every day is a fucking day when you have a kid Every day is a fucking day You know what my daughter did today? You know, after all the shit that one has to complete On a daily fucking basis And kids have no fucking consideration She wakes up from a nap Uh, Probably my fault But you know, she shouldn't be napping that late But she wakes up from, from a nap And she's cranky She's not in a good mood and so the way that she expresses that anger is that she, she lies firstly. She acts like she's in a good mood. She starts hopping around the living room, right? But I see it. I know her well enough. I've known her for the last fucking two years. It's only two years she's existed. I know her well enough that something, some act of rebellion is coming. She's hopping around the living room, acting like she's having a good old time. And I see her looking at me. I'm like, what the fuck are you going to do? Are you going to grab a marker, try to draw on the wall? Are you going to get on something high, try to jump off? What, what's coming? Just tell me what the fuck is coming. And she goes over to the corner and rips off her diaper. And so then I run toward her because I know what's coming. I know my child. Once again, two-year history that we have. That's the only two years that she's been in fucking existence. So I run after her. And I made the mistake of picking the diaper up first because I gave her just enough time to run away from me and squat and just start pissing on the fucking ground. And she's laughing and she's doing this. She just squats and starts pissing all over the fucking ground. And so obviously I'm going to scream out, Ali, what are you doing? Oh, my God. So I can't just like, you know, snag her up because she's in the perfect position where the piss is not really hitting her yet. I want to minimize the amount of piss that she fucking lands on her legs so I don't have to, you know, spend two hours fucking hosing her off. So she's there. She's pissing. So I let her finish. Then she gets up. And as I go to try to pick her up, she jumps like she's going to stomp in the fucking puddle of piss. I'm like, what is going through your fucking mind? What is going through your fucking mind? And I called her just in time. She didn't stomp out the fucking piss puddle. And um, she was angry about it. She was frustrated that she didn't get that final. Like, I'm like, what is, why? Why? Oh, that's my life, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> It's my life. I love when people go online and they think they have problems and they put up motivational quotes and they uh, try to be contemplative in that second dimension 
shadow reality to try to elicit some type of empathy or sympathy from people, but you have no real problems until you have a child. And it's not a problem, but you just don't understand real discomfort until you have a kid. Kids don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. I'm going to have to go um, for my daughters, but they're probably going to take it to like an indoor park. They got some like really cool indoor parks. I don't want to do the fucking Chuck E. Cheese thing. I mean, I didn't really do a lot of Chuck E. Cheese growing up. I did uh, um, Skate Key. Anybody know Skate Key? New York? New York? Skate Key? Did a lot of birthday parties at Skate Key or like on the block or some shit like that. I mean, I, 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 I want to be around kids and have fun, but... I feel like Chuck E. Cheese is like old shit. So we're gonna think we're thinking about doing a indoor park. Um but then I gotta like expose myself to like that fucking in Atlanta, they just the kids are so they're so sickly. I think it's all around the fucking country. Just kids that age, they carry so many fucking germs. And you know, my immune system is not fucking ready for that shit. So I gotta go risk that and be around fucking children. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Um I'm happy, right? This is happiness. Uh, <laughs> people just don't understand. When you don't have kids, you don't get it. You don't get it. You don't understand. It's not. It's not. It's not real for you yet. It's not real for you. I think the first year of being a parent. There should be, I mean, I'm talking in a country that doesn't have free health care. It kind of is fake. We have fake free health care. I don't want to say we don't have free health care because we kind of do really have free health care. It's like, you know, for the most part, they're not going to turn you away if you got like a fucking machete to the back of your neck. You know what I mean? Like, um, but I wish that they implemented like therapy for the insanity that will captivate your mind your first year having a fucking child. Like, it is inevitable. That transition, it's impossible. Like, I, I, I know people think, oh, I had younger siblings. I had to raise my little brother. I had to marry my little sister. It's all bullshit. It's not real. It's not real until you have your own, you know? I remember my daughter was like two months old and she was just squealing. It was fucking unbearable. And I went and I took a fucking pacifier. I took a bobo and I just smacked it in the mouth like a cartoon, like... And um, she was just wouldn't, she wouldn't stop. She was spitting out the bubble like a fucking European ambulance. It was horrible. It was really like unbearable. And so I do it again, and like I started to lose my mind. I started to lose my mind. And if anybody's a parent, that you fucking understand this. Like, there's nothing in my psyche that could punch a baby. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing in my psyche. I don't care if it was baby Stalin. And I was in a time machine and I was tasks, I was tasked by the time police to go and fucking stomp out a baby that was to be raised evil. You understand what I'm saying? Do you hear that? Do you hear that? That is a developed scream. That It was way worse <laughs> when she was a baby. But like I was saying, there's nothing in me that wants to punch your baby. <laughs> But when you have like a newborn and it's your first kid, the level of overwhelming frustration possesses you with some feelings that you have to suppress. And so like what I did is I put the, you know, she was. 
And so I smack the bobo in the fucking mouth. And I, the bobo has like a, a part where you can hold on. It's like a handle for the pacifier. And I put that bobo in the mouth and I put my face up to her face as close as possible. And I bit the shit out of the other end of the bobo. Like, <laughs> and uh, that helped. Parental advice. Um, wow. Wow, I'm a bad dad. No, I think that's normal human response to a very unusual stress. It's like a little animal in your fucking house. You know? <laughs> it's a little animal that makes noises that are designed. It is like a bio uh, mechanism. It's, it's a genetic, um, I don't want to say defense mechanism. It's like an alarm that human babies innately have. And there's such a purpose behind it. Because you would not be able to turn away from the way that a baby screams. You would not be able to ignore that. Even if you don't have the right sensibilities, if you're an inconsiderate asshole, if you're a bad parent, that'll fucking get anybody's attention. (laughs) It gets anybody's fucking attention. Really. And it's such a necessary thing because you know, that's how they communicate at that age. That's all they have. It's like a blaring, drives you fucking crazy. It makes me think too, like I know, you know how I know I'm not a bad person? You know how I know I'm not a bad person? Because I experienced having a baby. I experienced having a little a little baby, inconsolable. And then they get more lung power. <laughs> I experienced that shit, cradling them and losing my fucking mind. And I never thought I'm going to unleash this on the public. But there's some people who are fucking assholes and they bring their babies to the movie theater. Why? Why? (laughs) If you bring a kid to a kid's movie, completely understandable. If you bring even a toddler, if there's a two-year-old and it's terrible twos, I could understand. You have to, you know what I'm saying? Slowly get them into acting normal in society and it's a bumpy fucking ride. But it's, it's part of nature. You have to expose them to that environment. And the first couple of times, they're going to act like they're lunatics because they're lunatics. It's just nature. But why would you bring a baby? Why would you bring a baby to a movie? <laughs> Nothing about a movie theater is enjoyable for a fucking infant. That is complete. Not even it's past selfishness. It's past ignorance. Because you know what's going to happen. The baby's going to be okay. You're going to go into the movie theater. Everybody's going to be talking. It's going to be like white, a white noise machine. So the baby's already going to start getting calm. And then you're going to break out that first warm bottle of milk. And you're going to feed it to the baby. And then the lights get dim. And the baby falls asleep. And the beginning of the movie. No beginning of the movie. I, hopefully you're not fucking taking your kid to a Tom Cruise movie. You're not taking a baby to a Tom Cruise movie. You probably took your baby to a sensible movie. Right? That has a, a, a regular arc where in the beginning maybe there's some monologue and character development. And then what happens? You gotta get people fucking engaged. You gotta fucking do the things that movie do. And there's a big explosion in the baby. And you gotta fucking you spread that disease of insanity to everybody. Why? Why? Those people are assholes. Don't bring your baby to a movie theater, please. Um, that really, there's no excuse for that. You really think about that? If you get on an airplane, 
it's understandable. You got to go somewhere. Obviously, you don't leave your fucking kid. <laughs> you can't check your kid. If you could, there's some people in California that would. You understand what I'm saying? Um, you can't do that. Not as of yet. The robots are not advanced enough to care for babies and console babies in that way. I just imagine that. Like in 2060, robots and their arms are made of like fur blankets. <laughs> and they're just rocking babies. Rock-a-bye, baby. And we just don't raise our children anymore. That's what's going to happen. Oh, no. And then the fight then, because you, you understand revolutionaries versus systemic powers, that is always going to be like a fight, regardless of where we are in history. So the fight then, like the people who are, you know, now the people that walk around with sovereign IDs <laughs> in Texas, I'm a sovereign citizen, man. You can't arrest me, man. I'm a sovereign citizen, man. That guy in 2060 is going to be, um, you know, he's going to be preaching against robots raising children, but probably, you know, for, I don't know what other adverse technology, like fucking <laughs> test tube babies or something like that. Because that's going to be so normal by the people just fucking genetically modding their kids to be Adonis's. Right? Or whatever the female version of an Adonis is, right? And splicing their fucking genetics. You know, so your, your, your second child is a cat dog. You know, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's that radical, like, because the people who are conservative in 2023 uh, in the 1800s would be Satanist. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they would be fucking devil worshippers now. Conservative Christians in 2023. You know what I'm saying? Like, really think about it. Like, in the 1950s, not that fucking long ago, Elvis got on TV and he thrusted his hips from left to right and they thought he had demons. They thought he was possessed by demons, sexual demons, and he was trying to sexualize the youth. You know what I'm saying? Like, that would get you fucking <laughs> nowhere nowadays. You got to show ass and titties to get on the stage. It's all, you know, it's all relative to, to the time space that you're in. Um... But I don't care, you know? What, what, that's a good argument. Like, as a parent, do you just go with the times or do you... Because, I mean... It's like, it's, it, it, it's like people who revolted against cell phone usage. They're probably exhausted and they, they, they obviously didn't get anywhere. Everybody's possessed by this fucking device. There has to be a lot of people who were like, the cell phone is the devil when it first came out. You know, I'm not talking about the big old fucking, it looked like a, 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 a small car that people hooked onto their fucking belt. I'm not talking about that shit. I'm talking about like the first handheld normal sized cell phone. There had to be like a group of people who rejected that. And what was that for? Like, what was the point of that rejection? Where did they, where did that shit is going to just happen? It's just going to fucking happen. Whatever's consensus is consensus. Ah, um... That being said, ladies and gentlemen, I would never have a test tube baby. I would never splice my child's genetics. I'm lying. Once they, <laughs> once they figure out genetic coding and genetic splicing, um, hopefully I'm rich and I can pay for a follicle of LeBron James beard 
and uh, take some of that DNA because I want my kid to be in the NBA. I would like that. And I'm, I look at myself in the mirror naked and it's not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> it's not going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. It's not going to happen. Um, uh, uh, babies. Babies are cool, though, man. I don't know why I talk to like my, my viewers. My viewers, you don't even you're not even watching me. You're just listening. You see how I'm a I'm crazy man. I don't even put myself on video. Um, I don't know why I talk to you guys like you are expecting children. I just imagine because, you know, I don't know everybody that listens to this. So I imagine the law of chances somebody's going to have a baby. And if it's your first, you're fucked. You're fucked. It's all over. 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 Just think about yourself as the visual. You should, you just, you're walking and your hands in your pocket. And your head is cocked up to the sky. All you can see is sunshine, beautiful clouds, blue skies. And your hands are in your pocket. And then you, you kick a rock by mistake. You trip over a fucking rock and you fall into this hole. And the hole is never ending. And it's just a slow descent. It's a very slow descent. And for whatever reason, time slows down and you're like, oh, and you're reaching up and you're getting nowhere. You're just going backwards. Oh, slow descent into darkness. And that little fucking light above you, which was the sun and the blue skies and the beautiful white clouds and the birds chirping. <whistles> now you're just seeing that and it's just getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And you're gone. Bye bye. Bye bye, life. I'm a parent. I'm a parent. My life doesn't matter anymore. It's about the baby. Nobody talks like that. Um, write in if you talk like that and, offend, and that offended you. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. It is beautiful, though, to lose your mind in the way that naturally happens as a parent. Like, <laughs> I feel like people are more resistant to it in 2023. Like, parents in the past really fucking let it go they really i also think you have to have more than one child like i do think that i i believe i will have more children in my lifetime and i'm gonna fight i'm gonna resist just turning into a dad like i'm already a fucking dad i'm already a dad but i'm trying to keep my shit together I'm trying to be cool dad I'm trying to look good you know what i'm saying still care about how I, I come across because that is one of the most horrifically humiliating things. Like when your parents, <laughs> when your parents embarrass you in your adolescence by just being them, that is horrifically, it's traumatizing too because you love your parents naturally. I remember that happened with me. I loved my mommy. I loved my mommy growing up. And my mom went through a phase where she was just like pounding donuts and making six layer lasagnas. <laughs> Just really, you know, getting deep in that uh, food depression. Food is a drug, baby. She got kind of big. And I remember telling my mother one time, um, it was like a series of unfortunately scarring events. The first incidence was my mom came to pick me up. And then I asked for my stepfather to pick me up from school. She said, why? And I said, I don't want to tell you. She said, you can be honest with me. Matthew, I'm your mother. Just be honest with me. And I was a fucking, I was, it wasn't on purpose, <laughs> but I told my mom, cause you're fat. And <laughs> it's fucked up. 
Um, and then she beat the fuck out of me. She lied. She lied. She lied. It wasn't off the record. Um, but, uh, <laughs> and then a couple days later, I remember we were leaving the apartment as a family. Very rarely. We all were in a pack together. And going somewhere, probably like, you know, um, stepfather got, my stepfather got paid, so we got to spend that money as quick as possible because he's going to use it on drugs. So we start walking out of the fucking apartment complex and some guy, just two kids. He was a guy to me because I was a child. But two kids walked past. They were probably like 17, 18. And um, I was walking too far ahead from my mother. She was like, Matthew, get over here. Get over here. His parents do. Get the fuck over here. She was going, she was going through the insanity that I'm currently going through. Get over here. And the two kids that were past my 17 and 18 years old, they looked and they were like, Matthew, get over here. Bring my cheeseburger. I want my cheeseburger. And that shit crushed me, son. <laughs> that shit crushed me. Because I just called my mom fat. And now two people were corroborating my... <laughs> my judgment of my mommy. <clears throat> kids can be brutal. And... uh it's like a dual thing. I, I love my daughter enough to like try to, I try to keep myself in shape and looking decent enough as possible and not like turn into the personality of being like a weird fucking parent as parents can be. Um, it's already happening though. Like I've, um, since she's been born, it's a real progressive madness. And the greatest symptom is like lack of self-awareness or caring what people think of you. And that could get pretty fucking ugly. <laughs> it can get pretty fucking ugly quick. You know what I'm saying? You just stop caring about, you know what I'm saying? You're just so exhausted. It's so mentally exhausting. So you just stop caring. Uh, it's liberating, but it's also like, can be humiliating for anybody that is around you in your close proximity. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to try to, you know, not be that guy. It's embarrassing to shut up my child, but half of it is for me. Half of it is for my daughter. I don't want her to be humiliated. You know, the other half is for me to try to have some semblance of, of self, you know. It's all going away. It's all going away. How long have I been talking about this? I've been talking 26 minutes. I haven't said shit today, man. I ain't said shit. Shit. Uh, uh, let's look up what's, what's special about today. You know, I'll close on that. It is March 22nd, the year of our Lord, 2023. Let's go on Google and see. March 22nd history. Uh, 1933, Nazi Germany opens up its first concentration camp. Not good. Uh, Dachau, D-A-C-H-A-U. 1934's, the first Masters tournament is held in Augusta. Isn't that fucking wild that that was happening simultaneously? That is pretty fucking wild. The first concentration camp was a year previous to the first Masters Golf Tournament held in Augusta, Georgia. That's 1939. Germany takes memo from Lithuania, 1942, um, World War II in the Mediterranean Sea. The Royal Navy confronts Italy's regalia marine in the Second Battle of Serte. Can I say positive history? Positive? I don't want to hear about the positive history good news ladies and gentlemen we're gonna rename the goddamn podcast it's gonna be called good news 
629 years ago, the wisest sultan of the Tumurids, Uluk Beg, was born. His name is U-L-U-G-H. B-E-G. He was born 629 fucking years ago. Do we care? Yes, it's good news. Taking control of a murderous nation built out of Tamur's Tamerlane. Tamerlane? I guess that's the, the current name of whatever this fucking place was. Uh, Tamur's foolish attempt to reestablish the totality of the Mongol Empire. The Mongolians, very, very famous for conquering all of motherfucking Asia. All of uh, the Asians. Um, Jesus Christ, why do I do that? Uh, U-L-U-G-H Beg makes an appearance in the history column for his efforts to steer the Timurids from tribes of red-handed steep conquerors into sophisticated and artistic rulers. That's positive. He took this from a barbaric, um, civilization and... And then they became sophisticated all within his life. That's incredible. This guy must have been really fucking special. There was uh, no one in all of Islam's nations at the time that could match Ulig Beg's knowledge of astronomy. Ah, it's true, ladies and gentlemen. When you online and they tell you about your horoscope, believe it. It's true. Mercury in retrograde. Uh, Gemini's supposed to fuck up. Uh, Aquarius on a Wednesday. I don't know what it means. You know, and his observatory at the capital of Sam Marcard was probably the most advanced in the world at the time. He was a scientific ruler. In the same way that Genghis Khan's grandson, Kublai, Kublai Khan, Kublai, became the most enlightened ruler of the Mongol Empire, Ulug Beg was the grandson of Tamerlane, as, a rep as reputed as Genghis for his murderous cruelty okay um so tamerlane i guess was the grandson of oh, excuse me the grandfather of ulig beg and tamerlane was a ruthless guy but in the way that nature progresses and the evolution of man his grandson was the guy who brought enlightenment to this society and that is paralleled by genghis khan's grandson being an enlightened ruler of the Mongol Empire, and uh, his granddaddy was Genghis Khan, the guy who, if you're Asian, you have his genetics because he was just fucking. He was fucking out there. It's impossible, even for a positive history column such as this, to ignore the steep, stepe, it's S T E P P E empires of the Middle Ages because of their remarkable size and impact on the world, which undoubtedly brought about good things despite the evil. They caused. Is this motherfucking philosophic sizing? Ulig Beg was a moniker, a Turkish word for great leader, having been merely a series of rich caravan towns separately by bounded bandit county. Central Asia was briefly transformed for its first and only time in history into a geographical center for arts and learning with the Ulig Beg Madras in cities like Samarkand and Baraka. Uh, which focused much more heavily on mathematics and other scientists rather than Islamic instruction. So he kind of took um, the nature of how civilizations start, which is trying to interpret the divine through a religion and the um, conquest of man to gain power. And that leads to division of thoughts and wars 
and uh, he transitioned that into a higher society where people were focused more on uh, intellectual things. Ulick Beck later measured another more precise value of the tropical year. I don't want to hear about his motherfucking scientific conquest. Let's look up some more good news. This is good day. Good day. Positive list of March 22nd major news events. Okay, 1960, uh, 1963, the Beatles' first album, Please Please Me, is released following the success of the singles, Please Please Me and Love Me Do in Great Britain. Very nice. The songs included original um, the songs included on the original album, Please Please Me, a little desperate. Do you want to know a secret? I saw her standing there, really fucking creepy. Twist and shout. These could all have double meanings here. Love Me Do, Anna, Ask Me Why, A Taste of Honey, Baby It's You, Boys, Chains, Misery, P.S., I Love You, Betty Nice. Okay. Oh, my baby's crying again, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my babies. Oh, my babies are crying. All, all my babies are crying. Um, you know what I'm going to do, ladies and gentlemen? I'm going to log off. You know why? Because I don't want to be the guy who brought his baby to the fucking movies. You're tuning in for an experience. And I already try to illuminate what it's like being a parent. I don't want to give you firsthand experience having to hear the fucking shill shrieking of a two-year-old baby. God damn it. Um, if anybody's continue listening to Nothing Important Podcast, I want to thank you sincerely. Continue listening. Do me a favor. Go on to my Instagram, like the post, like the reads, until next time.